0: Fashion, ambitie, talent and smaak. And is absolutely not on her gevallen. Mijn lieve vriendin,
1: Nikki Plesser. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With my great garderobe, I'm a drag queen. Eigenlijk. Oftewel, bla bla bla.
0: Chocolate
1: blah. Well, we got more bla 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 chocolate la this week. With another gag of an elimination, plus yeah. lots of desserts. Right? I mean, this
0: was this was really like Drag Race Holland's version of that episode of season eight of Project Runway when the families visit and everybody cries mm. and then a fan favorite goes home. Uh, mm. Yeah. Ugh. So, I uh, yeah, I uh, it, again, it was one of those episodes where it was like, oh, I really enjoyed this right till the end and then I didn't right. like this episode as much. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, there was a lot of tears. Uh, you know, and you've said this before, uh, that your favorite episode is the Makeover Challenge because it does, it brings in a, just a new element. There's new players. There's new people you can play.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, certainly there's there's moms that I can play. There may be a scene of three middle-aged people in full
1: face just talking. Oh, uh, my God. That, <laughs> that is so Drag Race Holland. These polite parents meeting in the uh-huh. center of the room and being like, Oh, well, you look great. Oh, definitely. yeah, how are you enjoying this? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was,
0: that was like, all right, Drag Race Hollow, you'll <laughs> always have that. You'll always have that moment. You got me, gal.
1: You got me, gal. I, I knew that you would latch on to that moment because I latched on that as well. When uh, Hans is like meeting with the other moms and it's just like, oh, and they're like, we're so you know, it's so cool that you're here, Hans. Oh God, it was so mm-hmm. nice.
0: Yeah. And they're, and it's almost like they, they're, they, they don't even acknowledge that they're wearing makeup after mm-hmm. a while. It's like, oh, this is just what we do. It was great. But mm. I- indeed you get moments like that. But what I also really like about makeover challenges is that we get to see a different side of the Queens, you know, like, Janie this week. You oh, really my get to God. This,
1: Janie. Oh. You know,
0: you really get to see them kind of open up and break down. And, and it's later in the competition, so they're all kind of tired. It's it's great TV.
1: So, yeah, I mean, we could certainly start with that little moment there. Um, so Moy and so Dapa, as, or so Dapa, as uh, I think it was Envy Peru says in the confessionals, which means, uh, what, brave, uh, you know, beautiful and brave. So Moy. Ed so Uh yeah, when uh, when Janie was crying, that moment, I I mean, you had to get a little bit misty because well, you're already misty because of the runway and whatnot, and then Janie mm-hmm. just breaks down, because yeah, because of so many things, right? The like losing her dad, uh, and then also like wishing, not only that her dad was there, but that. Her dad accepted the drag, all of that stuff. Uh, There was so much in Hans being there that I think really kind of clicked on for so many people in that room and then also for the audience. I mean, uh. (laughs) ugh.
0: Yeah, well, and Mama had mentioned this, Mama Queen, uh, that, and I hadn't really thought about it, but it's true that in terms of like a guest contestant coming on, we've never had a dad before. Right. And notable. And it's certainly like, like there's something, you know, we can speak to our own experiences. There's a very different thing to say, oh, you know, all the queens and their moms are our own mothers versus other, you know, queens and their fathers are our fathers. Like it, it brings up a totally different relationship, a totally different set of feelings, a totally different set of conflicts. And it was, uh, I love that that was such a central part of this episode was like just the, the, you know, the trigger point of, of, Hans Queen. I don't know what his last name is. <laughs> <laughs> grandma Queen. Grandmama Queen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> grandma, Grandma. Grandma, Sorry. Grandma. <laughs> What's that from? That's from uh, witches, the witches, right?
0: The witches. Yeah. <laughs> Luke.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> grandma, Grandma. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Um. So yeah, no, I. The fact that a dad has not been on Drag Race in that many years, um. And I don't think that's like on purpose or anything. I think it's just the state of the world, right? That a dad, uh, even though a dad is supportive, they, you know, maybe that season they didn't ask the dads or uh, for whatever reason. But Mm -hmm. the fact that most dads, at least in in my kind of circle, like reject outright their gay sons uh, is is something that just comes up and to see a dad kind of modeling what happens on there, not to take anything away about the mothers, right? Because I'm, I'm just talking about dads right now. Um, but the fact that there is that there, it, it just hits so, so deep.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think that, you know, with the dads there is, or with fathers, there is kind of there is that extra layer of, of, you know, uh, masculinity and, and, you know, I, the, I think about even like with, with my stepdad, it it obviously accepts me and and whatnot. Like, you know, there's no issue, but it was like one of those things, you know, even for him that he had to accept of like, okay, Colin is never going to be the kind of kid to like, want to like play baseball or like, you know, Play catch outside but like also the reality situation was neither was my straight older brother so like it was kind of a it wasn't necessarily just a gay thing but having to just kind of i think for some fathers it's like they they grew up with a very traditional understanding of what being a man was and what being a son was and then you're in this situation with someone where it's like oh you're you're not you don't follow any of those like any of those beliefs or any of those those ideas and it doesn't even always have to just be about a lack of acceptance, but almost just being like, oh, I don't even know how to navigate this. Like, mm. how am I supposed to, like, they're just being not comfortable with it just because it's new, because it's different, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that goes for all parents. I know, you know, my mom certainly struggled being the mother of a gay son, but uh, with fathers, so much more comes into it, right? Especially, like, someone like my dad, I was his namesake, for God's sake, which is, like... Ugh, I just ugh, anyway. Mm. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and you have this expectation in these dreams and then you're like, why is my son running around singing Annie? <laughs> you know?
0: Right. This this wasn't in my in my vision board. Yeah.
1: Right. The sun'll come out tomorrow. What are you talking about? It's right, terrible.
0: Right. No, um, I'm probably going to come out around 18. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a couple tomorrows to wait, Dad.
1: (laughs) I'm glad you got my pun and that you just killed it. I love it. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. So, yeah. So, I just, I, uh, you know, loved that we got this this week. And who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? We waited, you know, five, six episodes to get a storyline that, you know, we haven't seen before. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Cuz I've been kind of like uh you know enjoying the queens and some of the, some of the looks on Drag Race Holland uh and certainly the, the culture and everything. But I I it it kind of also felt a little, you know, like ugh, we're in our fourth recap or fourth discussion of Drag Race this season. So, I was just happy that something new happened and this Hans character, this father um, was really welcomed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, looking for some fresh beats this season and it's totally true. And one of our, one of our, I think one of our Dutch Marys, uh, Sister Mary, some a gray male, Sister Mary Werner uh, or Werner perhaps, excuse me, Sister Mary Werner, I'm going to assume that, kind of called out and was like, I think, I really do think that, you know, whatever lack of enthusiasm you're feeling for Drag Race Holland, like a lot of it could be attributed to fatigue. And I just was like, you know what? That is so true. And I felt, and I know we've kind of mentioned it and I, you know, ideally we show up to these episodes to put on a a show and to celebrate it no matter how we feel, but like, that's not real. So I, I feel like it's at least fair to say, Hey, some elements of Drag Race Holland might not be just, it might just be a little clunky and that happens. Some of it could just be because, you know, I'm at the tail end of a marathon, you know, and my body's Mm. breaking down. Mm. So, so I, I had to kind of remember that this week and sort of appreciate that, you know, th- there is a unique charm to Drag Race Holland, and and then they brought us, you know, three middle aged people in full face chit chatting about their day, and I was like, all uh, right, well,
1: that's a fresh beat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got tears, we got tears from so many folks that were so many real and there and yes, yes. So I I love this. You know, the other thing that didn't help is I watched Dragula Resurrection this week and. It was exactly what I needed. Mm-hmm. And then you go back to Drag Race Hall and you're like, "Oh, this song again, you know, and I it's just where I was. But I was happy to just kind of get jolted, not just by Hans, because, uh, you know, there uh, there are other things in this episode that I, I really want to praise. Uh, but before we jump into the episode, Colin, we should actually stop and tell our Marys what they're listening to.
0: Uh well they are of course listening to another episode of All Right Mary. All Right Mary. all right Mary. Which is of course our podcast dedicated to all things Drag Race, the world of Drag Race, the world of drag, and the paradigm created with this BDB little TV
1: show. I'm Johnny and Jazza. <laughs> <laughs> What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. So whenever Fred says "bye, girl," it sounds like he's saying "jazz ham <laughs> Oh yeah, no, I
0: agree, and I'm Colin, and I agree. Um, it's it's very similar to the the mystery planted earlier this season of whatever Swoofnar is. It's a little bit oh. of like, hot like it kind of, yeah. it is a little bit of like a door swinging closed, you know?
1: <laughs> Swoofnar. Uh, yeah. So there's this just hot. And I'm like, jazz hand. <laughs> jazz Only not two jazz hands, but one jazz one hand. One jazz
0: hand. <laughs> well, think, I mean, that is the gayest way to say goodbye is to wave one
1: jazz hand, you know? Mm, bye. Oh, I love that. I'm doing it right now. <laughs>
0: yeah. Doing the hand.
1: <laughs> what is, what's the thing that we do the, the arm motion with? Oh, the, oh. The, the pointer finger for Nina, Bonita Brown.
0: Nina Brown, and then some, and then often, if ever we quote RuPaul saying, you know, combat boots, smeared lipstick. Oh,
1: the, yes, that's you really got, what it is. I yeah.
0: literally just I did know. the arm across the <laughs> face as I said that. Like, you can't even see me. Like, no one can see me.
1: I see you. I, oh, you know, I I've saw been, you.
0: <laughs> I've been thinking about that. Marys, who don't know what that oh, is, I apologize. Sending,
1: keep sending your ideas, Marys. I love, like, a new I saw you. Yeah.
0: Cause I know, I know what it was. I think I figured it. Yeah, and it, oh. I like. I almost think if I say it, it ruins the the experience of getting new. I saw yous from people. So oh. maybe on an only Mary's, I'll reveal what I saw you actually is. <laughs> God, and for Mary's who don't know, well, you know, you gotta give them a
1: reason, but. <laughs> Give me one reason to stay here. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. Uh, you want to explain what that that? Reference oh, just
0: is? I, and I think it was during like the season twelve recap, but there was some something where it it was like a it was like some kind of was it a dream or a memory? It was very glass menagerie. Did I imagine this? Did my mother really say this? But someone in a movie Go or to somewhere.
1: Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you
0: don't know anything. Um, but someone somewhere said something along the lines of like I saw you in a movie or a TV show, and we we spent like a whole season trying to figure out where it came from, mm. and I think I know.
1: Okay, well it's not Carrie Bradshaw, it's not Jerry Blank, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's, not it's, Blue right, it's, not it's not Blue Jasmine, it's not Kate Blanchett, yeah. yes,
0: yes, um, but I love. I love all of those... Yeah, me too. ...guesses, me too. yeah.
1: Oh, God. All right, well, back to this episode. So I just got to say, it's been a rare condition this day and age to read in... The, sorry. Uh, it's, uh, been you, <laughs> <Winslow>. <laughs> it's been Thank you, Harriet Winslow. It's been rare for me to laugh out loud during Drag Race Holland, especially, you know, with what's going on and whatnot. But I yeah. laughed out loud during this mini-challenge with the dates uh, when yeah. Mama Queen, Mama Queen comes back from the bathroom and she says, "I had to take something off, and it's her underwear."
0: She was she was great in that Uh-oh. mini challenge.
1: She was great in the mini challenge. I'm so happy she won. When she was sp- spreading everything over her boobs and yeah, uh, when she was spreading semolina
0: pudding all over her <laughs> boobies or whoever had semolina pudding, I was like, gross. <laughs> That just sounds like wet bread.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Semolina. Uh, Please welcome to the stage, Semolina Pudding.
0: (laughs) Semolina Pudding. She's
1: she's a little thick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. But she'll melt in your mouth, right? Um, Yeah. (laughs) So I I also wanted to give praise to just this very small moment that I think is like the epitome of star quality. And it was when Envy... So Envy says, like, do you like gas? Which is, do you like cheese, you know? Um, sure. And, his, and he's like, do I don't, he's like, no, not really. The way, the, and then it, like, cuts to her. The way she says no while eating it, that's dark mm. quality. That is it.
0: It's it's that, it's, to me, it's that, like, yeah, an action during a line. It's Alexis Mateo saying, it's crazy, right? Looking uh-huh. at her fingernail. I, I think there's something about <laughs> saying a line while doing a small gesture that, uh. Is so, ugh, I don't know. It's like one of I my want favorite gif things. Of it. I, just, yeah. I,
1: I just want a gif of this moment. It was, I was like, okay, if there is going to be a winner, you know how when Shea Coulee won All Stars 5, Uh, spoiler alert, Um, yeah, there's that moment that. that she looks behind her shoulder. I'm like, that's royalty. That's when she won. Mm-hmm. This is, for me, this is when Envy won. And I'm like, okay, she's the winner. Because of this, that, I know it's so small and so silly, but ugh. I just latched onto it. It was so good. No,
0: I, I, you, I, these are these are the these are nuances. Nuances matter. These are the things. <laughs> this is all that matters. Yes. I feel, yes. Uh, no, I agree. I feel like um, in some ways with Envy Peru, obviously she's won her fourth challenge, in a, not not in a row, but fourth challenge this week. It it is giving me vibes of the Vivian and Drag Race UK, where we get mm. to this point in the race, she's so far ahead of everyone else. It's like, okay, I mean, I don't begrudge it. It's just. The spirit of competition feels a little uh, a little more obvious here, you know. Sure,
1: sure. Yeah, I hear that. I mean, Abby's still in the competition. I I will say Abby had a moment during the lip sync, uh, not the lip sync during <laughs> the mini challenge. Yeah, for once, yeah. <laughs> um, she had a moment in the mini challenge. The that I I'm going to call Abby gagging on the banana. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Abby banana. Yeah.
1: I, oh my god. I was like, oh she went there. It was so good and unexpected.
0: Abby, I you know it it's it's kind of like when a queen comes back into the competition after being eliminated. I definitely have the the lens of like, well, then you have to you have to work 10 times as hard because you went mm. home and got brought mm-hmm. back. You mm-hmm. know, and mm-hmm. or if you've been circling the drain for 3 weeks and you have to work 10 times as hard to catch up with everybody else. And like at this point, I'm, I'm just like, like I'm I'm not excited for. Maybe it's because it's like, well, whether she go home goes home this week or next week or before the f- like and the finale, she's not gonna win. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. that feeling of like I'm not rooting for her because the queen who lip synced three times and hasn't won any challenges doesn't doesn't beat the queen who hasn't lip synced once okay. and won okay. four challenges. You know?
1: Okay, okay, I am gonna. I'm going to just kind of call it out because it's it's worth kind of sparring a little bit. So you you loved Cheryl Hole. Cheryl Hole, you were you, you would have been okay if she won, right? No, she Cheryl didn't Hole win She was
0: never going to win anything. That's what okay. I loved about Cheryl okay. Hole Okay. Is that she <laughs> didn't win anything. Put that
1: on a tote bag. Cheryl Hole was never going to win anything.
0: Anything. <laughs> And then just have a little picture of that finger, that little finger. Uh,
1: I love her. We love Cheryl Holt, by the way, just so people know. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
0: I mean, I'm quite sure Cheryl was the pizza queen of that season. She was.
1: She because was. it was like I didn't even care. She was such a
0: joy yeah. to yeah. see on my screen every week. But what okay. I loved was another week of mediocrity, you know?
1: Yes. Yeah. Which, you know, another quotable quote. So yeah. the the other challenge I'll make to you then is Scarlet Bobo, who I know, I know she won towards the end, but she Abby did. could win next week. But
0: Scarlet hadn't lip synced ever. And that was the thing is
1: like, Oh
0: my God. Oh my God. Of course. (laughs) Cause I thought, Oh, I could see the narrative being that then Abby wins this week and then goes home, you know, like she finally like pulls it together. She has that that, like little win, you know, Mm -hmm. not winning the whole competition, but she finally gets to the top and then it's like, all right, girl. Um,
1: It's interesting that they're hanging on to Abby. And when we talk about the runway, I, I will go into it, but it's just like, why are we, are we holding on to Abby because she's got a great story or because she's, she can paint really, really well, which is true. I It's just so interesting to me that they, they let go of Chelsea boy and not Abby. It was so weird.
0: I mean, I have to say like... <clears throat> Obviously, Sederjean and, and Chelsea Boy were in my top three, and I think they were some of the most interesting performers in the room and doing some of the most interesting drag. And I'm it's 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 a real like you know knocking out my two front teeth here to take out these two queens, whereas now I'm like, okay, well. The it's funny the ones that are remaining are the ones that were all kind of blending together for us earlier mm, in the season mm-hmm. yeah you know exactly
1: exactly except for um, Mama Queen who I'm rooting for now yeah
0: well yes no Mama Queen boy that was obviously the question earlier this season of like what is the story with Mama Queen is she mm. gonna just is this gonna be like a um, a sugar cane or a candy hoe where they just kind of come and go and we're like so wait what was she- What what was she doing here? I I love that in the last couple episodes, Mama Queen has emerged to not only have the non-binary narrative last week, but to have the dad narrative this week, which kind of builds on last week in a way of like, oh my God, like... Mama Queen. The stories centered around Mama Queen are some of the freshest elements of Drag Race Holland.
1: Oh, totally! And then she walks into the workroom in the beginning of this episode, like she just got a job as a vice president of a marketing firm. I was like, "I'm mm. here for all of her looks." Like, it's she's the one to go back and watch this yes. season for yeah, sure. Absolutely.
0: For sure. I'm really. It took me a while to 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 see Mama, but I um. <laughs> I'm consoled, you know.
1: Can you reach, honey? Can you reach, honey?
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but there she is the whole time just waiting to get that box of crayons from the top shelf, you know? Mm-hmm. And right, I, right. I... For the kids. For the, for the kids. kids. It's yeah, for yeah. the kids, yeah. yeah. So I'm really excited by... Mama Queen, I do still think Envy Peru is going to run away with this whole oh, competition. No, there's no
1: question. There's no question. And big shout out to Sister Maria Howard who emailed in this week, sending their uh, condolences about Cedric Jean. Um, Howard and I have a have a history in New York together. Howard is a fabulous singer um, in the chorus. Uh, that I was working with back there. Uh, so big shout out to Howard. It's great to hear from you. I am gagged that you listened to this podcast. Uh, but yeah, I, I I I hear you on that completely, Colin.
0: Yeah, it's... Uh, so, It. I mean, I feel like in terms of... I mean, obviously, I'm excited about Mama Queen. I'm excited about Janie Jacquet, not because I'm excited, like, because she's, like, the one I'm rooting for, but I think... I like how I've been kind of wrong about her all season, you know, or how she's she keeps kind of changing the quote unquote character that she's playing in this competition. Like I I think in the beginning <clears throat> there was the sense of like, oh, she's gonna be the confrontational one or she's gonna mm-hmm. be really tough or she's gonna be the yeah. villain or whatever. Yeah. And it's it's actually like a little more complex. I think the who we saw today or or this week, um, and and who she kind of opened up to be this week, I was like, Oh, i i'm I'm so glad you're still in the competition because you're not just oh, the mean, confident queen anymore in my mind, you know, like I'm glad I see a broader picture of Ms. JK.
1: well, and we have seen that kind of before or called that out before, but we're like, Ugh, why are you coming in and saying, like I think we saw it with Alona Verley? Yes, uh-huh. you know, and then we're like, oh, no, they're just this sweet little goose, and that happens. Mm-hmm. So f- we know, we know, we know what that exterior is. It's, yeah. it's armor. It is totally armor. And uh, yeah, and that's why it was so beautiful, I think, for the other queens to see Janie breaking down because they're like, oh, okay. I yeah, see. it's, I it's sort
0: of like the concept of like a ninja goose. You know, some people come in right away, Chelsea boy, and they are just like, oh, you're a goose. Okay, duh. But then there's the ninja goose that you don't expect you know mm-hmm. and i think right like Jake, like in
1: a load of early i think is like the perfect example of that
0: yeah a ninja yeah. goose uh, and yeah anyone who kind of you know in some ways i feel like bianca a, a, aquario was kind of a ninja goose oh. for me okay you yes. know,
1: yes definitely. Uh, definitely
0: you know over time oh. i was like oh i love you and you know you know who is like a reverse ninja goose oh
1: no, <laughs> oh, no.
0: all stars 5 Blair saint Clair <laughs> Where it was like she came in, and we're like, "Oh, she's such a goose," and it was like, "No, she's not <laughs>
1: anymore." <laughs> uh, I guess we could say that out loud, you know.
0: I, <laughs> we said it all season. We we, we did,
1: we did, yeah. we did. I was just like, "Ugh." Just bless, how she was, how she Claire. was, co-
0: yeah, blessing. Like how she was coming across in All Stars Five. I, I was not as endeared as I was in Season Ten,
1: for sure. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So yeah. So the, a reverse. So uh, uh, a sheep in wolf's no wolf in sheep's clothing. No, not even yeah. a wolf. Not even uh, a wolf. Like a like a like a a sloth. No, not a sloth. Something something meh.
0: <laughs> yeah, just like a a mallard. She's not a goose. She's a mallard.
1: Oh, you know? oh, but mallards are kind of fun, Colin. <laughs> I
0: know, but the name is so like <laughs> ugh.
1: But the name. Yeah. Okay. Name. Uh, well, anyway, I. Uh, envy, it is envy's in the bag. Uh, yeah, like, it is hers to lose for sure. Um, and I'm rooting for Mama um, mostly yeah. because you know she just got that job at uh, at the marketing firm. And oh, you know, absolutely! She, oh, she's yeah. finally accepted by her friends. And mm-hmm. yeah,
0: <laughs> Integrated Media. Yeah, she's she's. Uh... She's doing a lot of working from home these days, but Yeah,
1: uh, yeah. You know, her yeah. husband her husband struggles. He struggles mm-hmm. keeping a job, and so she's gotta be the breadwinner. And she does that plus is, you know, really involved in this PTA and mm-hmm. is new in town and is doing it. And I'm I'm just so impressed with her.
0: Well, you know what she did is she turned the baby's room into an office.
1: So <laughs> Well, you know, in this in this pandemic, that's all you can do, you know. That's all you
0: can do. You gotta just turn the baby's room into an office. I don't know. That's such a specific suburban experience is turning the baby's room into an office.
1: Well, you know, nobody sleeps in there, you know? No. It's like, what are we holding on to?
0: What are we doing?
1: We're not going to have another one, Jeff. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Sorry.
1: Oh, God. Can we Can we just... We could, we could throw out the crib. We don't even need to give it away. I don't know what we're waiting for. Nobody's going to buy it on... Yeah. <laughs>
0: On Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> it's got a weird stain and a missing washer. It's not safe and it's not hygienic. Ah! <laughs> Mama Queen's former baby crib. <laughs> Gently oh, <my> used. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean her kids Her kids in the fourth grade now. It's like yeah, what, exactly. are we, what are we holding on to? It's been what are we doing? You know, eight years. Jesus. Yeah. Um nine. Um okay, so <laughs> the eight and a <laughs> half. <laughs> uh uncut? Okay, so Mary, um uh two two things, two things. First of all, your thoughts on Nick Marion sir.
0: Oh, uh yeah, more Marion sir, please. Yeah, I uh, I th- I mean, he was, you know, that is an example of just like, oh, this is what male models looked like in 1994. Oh, and I yes. love it. Like that aesthetic.
1: Vidal it Sassoon. Just, mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Like it's just, it's very, it's like, yes, this is what, this, this was what male models looked like in the early 90s. Sure. And, the tan, the tan uh-huh. was
1: like key for me. Um, I did love how his go-to reaction was, whoa, whoa. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, you know what this reminded me of is they did a very similar mini challenge on Drag Race Thailand. Do you remember? I think it was season two where they were like in a hotel lobby and they had to oh, like oh yes yes they'd like keep the the guys interest or something like that. It was it no, it was the, it same was the
1: bathroom. Didn't they have to use the bathroom? They they walked into the hotel and needed to use the restroom.
0: Well, I think some of them did. I think Kano Warrior did, and then oh. she pooped, she pooped in a garbage can. Okay. Yeah, Cona. Yeah.
1: Um okay, yes. So yeah, there was some storyline where they were st- trying to stay at that hotel or something.
0: Yeah, but it was the same sort of improv game of you have your job is to keep the keep your partner engaged. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is all subjective because, you know, the, the model whatever what was his name? Hans Gruber, what was his name? Uh he Nick, could just get up
1: <laughs> Nick Moranis, sir. <laughs> Nick,
0: Nick Moranus. Uh Rick Moranus.
1: Uh <laughs> You it's a porn star, <laughs> yeah.
0: Dick Moranis. Yeah,
1: honey, I <laughs> shrunk your cunt. Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, <exactly.
0: laughs>
1: honey, I wrecked your asshole. <laughs> honey, I sucked your cock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There it is. Yeah.
0: <laughs> honey, I sucked the cock.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Honey, like I a... found the clit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. So, uh. But he was better at it than in Drag Race Thailand, Mary. Because I remember we were very frustrated in Drag Race Thailand because they, they like weren't playing with them.
0: Yeah. No. This guy. Exactly. I felt like he was. Uh. They're really kind of climbing uphill with him. But with this guy. Uh. With with. Niels Grauman, whatever his name is. He he needs <laughs> a lot more game to play.
1: Yeah. Uh Nick Marina, sir. Um, yeah, I just
0: can't. <laughs> Megan Skrunbruder. Uh, I just these names
1: Uh, You need to you, you need to stop complaining about it. Colin Drucker. <laughs> it's Drucker. Um Megan uh, Drucker. Megan Drucker. <laughs> That's a great Oh man, if you had a dog, I'd be like, Megan. name her Megan. <laughs>
0: Megan. And specifically a dog. I would name like a golden, not a golden retriever, uh, a German shepherd. Oh, this is mm, Megan.
1: This yeah. is Megan. Oh, come here, Megan. Oh, come I here, Meg. I love that. Ugh. I
0: know. I, oh, I love a good female German shepherd. Oh.
1: Well, you know, an- another theme that came out from this that made me just l- love Chelsea Boy even more is this idea of dating Which I think we can all relate to. Like, Chelsea basically was like, yeah, I don't date. I've had too many bad experiences, and I just focus on things that make me happy. And I'm like, man, if only we could all do that. Like, just stop focusing on dating because it is so bad. It is so bad.
0: Yeah. No one enjoys it. It's like no one enjoys gambling unless they win. You know what I mean? Right. I feel like it's the same thing. It's just like sit down. Well they have a stacked
1: deck, right? Like marked cards, you know? Yeah,
0: but normally you're just putting a quarter in the machine and hoping you don't get lemons, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's one of those
0: things that I mean, it, I can sort of think about it. Like I'm not I'm not trying to date right now. Like I'm not that's not in my I'm not when I think of meeting someone, I think that you know, I don't need the hotel room for the whole night. You know what I mean? I'm looking for a by the hour <laughs> situation.
1: Bareback Betty over here. Jesus. Totally.
0: I just want to, like, get a room in a motor lodge on Route 1, you know? Oh, my God. Uh, just
1: use the car, Mary. <laughs> well, sure.
0: Well, yeah, but, you know, how far back do the seats go, you know? So, but what I think about with that, <laughs> which is just good to ask in general, uh, but when I think about the idea of, like, oh, not focusing on looking for anybody and uh, just, you know, focusing on your life, this 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 might be a little sex in the city of me. I couldn't help but wonder if we don't focus on it, and go with me here, if we don't focus on it, if we don't put the effort in, if we don't go on the apps and do all this shit and blah, 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 what if it just doesn't happen? Like, I feel like I know so many people, What if gay it's men, as good as
1: it gets, right? Sorry, I just went What if this is as
0: good yeah. as it gets? Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> to, to quote Helen Hunt in that movie, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> Sorry, it's my favorite line from that movie. It's the I only have line to I draw l-
1: you. Okay, go. Ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. So. Uh. Yeah, but like, what? Like, I feel like I know so many people—gay men, women, whoever—who I would look at them objectively and say, "Oh, yeah, like you, you, there's—you'd be a great—you'd be great in a relationship. You're a great person. You bring a lot to the table." But, like, by not—I don't know. It's like. It, when I think of someone who never meets anybody, it's not just some like crone in the woods, you know? It's like, I feel like any, you know, everyday average Joe or Joanne could just never meet someone because they don't put the effort in. And I, I'm i probably just speaking to my own fears and concerns about my future, but you know what I mean by that? That like, it sometimes it feels like, well, I guess what I'm trying to say is dating feels like this thing you have to put the effort into, even if you don't like it. It's like dieting, you know?
1: Well, okay. I have some thoughts on this. So it sounds like you are uh, an advertising email from Match.com or OkCupid, right? Like, hey, you have to put something in for this to work out. Mm -hmm. I just don't think – I think that there's another paradigm, which is the one from Under the Tuscan Sun where – Work
0: on your house.
1: Well, work on your house. Absolutely. Work on your house. And, you know, don't – if you go looking for ladybugs – You can look everywhere for them. You're not going to find them. It's when you fall asleep underneath the tree. That's when they're crawling all over you. You really, like, there's something to say about it. If you're trying too hard, if you're focusing too hard on it, if you're focusing on, because I hear you, Mary. Yes. Certainly, like, put an effort in, like, go to spaces where singles hang out. Don't just hang out with... You know, don't be Bobby from company. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like don't hang out with all of your couple friends. Like, do things to put yourself in those things. Some people are like, well, you have to join the apps if you want to have sex. It's like, you also don't need to accept that narrative, right? You, mm-hmm. can, you can decide however you want to meet people and on whatever timeline you want to meet people. I, I, I think... The reason why a lot of people uh, that want to be in a relationship is because, let's face it, not everybody wants to be in a relationship. Um, it's not the end goal for everybody. But the people that do want to be in a relationship, if they are focusing on it and also focusing on how bad it is, it's going to be bad.
0: Absolutely. And I agree with that completely. I feel like I also know so many people who are at the grind of dating and, and would go into first dates – uh, I think my, my old coworker, he like, th- we would joke about with him how he would just go on all these dreadful OKCupid dates and Match.com dates and just these awful. It was just a series of bad first dates. And then I think he kind of got to the point where he even did. And New York or former New York listeners uh, will recognize this, though I think they might do this in other cities versions of this. But you know how Time Out New York has the undateables section? Oh, sure. He, he's even done that. And it didn't go well. Uh, so, like, oh no. But then he ended up, like, starting to date someone who they, they've both since left the company, but started to date one of our coworkers, you know, who worked on a different team. And I feel like it was kind of what you were saying of, oh, he wasn't even really looking in that direction. It wasn't, he wasn't putting that same energy that he was towards these shitty OK Cupid dates that he did towards that connection he made with her. And I think they're still together. So, I think that's I mean I hear you and I think it is just like what's the different paradigm because I don't I don't want to go on a series of first dates. I don't ever want to go on a first date ever again.
1: Well, that's because you have to get to the the okay, so here's the problem with like dating and I think also what Chelsea is talking about too is like there's so much around a date. You know, like mm-hmm. calling it a date, a perspective. Everybody has these expectations. And I got to tell you, I know it sounds like woo-woo, but the minute you add expectations into anything, you are disappointed. So Of course, th- yeah. That's why so many dates don't go well, right? Uh, and why a lot of people, when they go on dates, have low expectations. Because they just, they don't want to be disappointed, right? right. Um, so if you think about it, if if you play your cards right to keep the gambling theme in right if you play enough hands and keep your keep your standards low eventually somebody is going to yeah. exceed them <laughs> yeah if you don't
0: put too many chips out on the table when the hand, when the cards are dealt then you might eventually win the whole pot, you know and
1: that's why it's a problem right so that's why I also I totally understand your coworker's uh story because it's like yeah they met organically they had probably similar interests or similar kind of paths or whatever. And it wasn't something that was like forced and there wasn't this like gravitas and there wasn't this, oh, I have to pick the right location. Who mm-hmm. paid? What do I wear? Oh my God, shit. I have to get my asshole waxed. You know, all of that. Oh um, yeah, I think you that's know?
0: what he did. I think that was, you know, the first thing he did was get his asshole waxed, you know? <laughs> um.
1: Um, so I just, I feel like, I feel like all all of that combined, Mary. It's it yes, it is whatever you put into it. And yes, you do need to make an effort, but I don't think it should be your only effort, girl. Like you can't just be waiting for somebody to go pumpkin picking with. Go pumpkin no. picking. Right? Yeah, you can't go, wait to go to that wine bar. Go to the mm-hmm. wine bar, Mary. Yeah.
0: Because there's, there's nothing scarier than the person who's just like sitting there waiting with the wide desperate eyes of like, are we going to go pumpkin picking? Are you (laughs) going to be my fall boyfriend now? Do you like apple cider donuts? You know, it's people can smell desperation and, uh, you know, and I think it's also probably the reason I'm even thinking about this at all is because even if it's subconscious, there is that idea of like, this is the time of year that people do kind of start to shack up for the winter. You know, Mm. Uh, I think the term is called cuffing. Um, I just read about this recently. I was like, Oh, I guess that is a thing. Um, And it's, uh, you know, it's sort of a situation ship. It's a seasonal situation ship. Um, And so maybe I'm just subconsciously responding to that, you know, I am like, Oh, now would be the time to get into a seasonal situation ship.
1: Wouldn't it? Sure. And also if you're on social media, which I, I, you're still on social media. Yes. Oh Yeah. Yeah. So you're seeing pictures of people going apple picking, pumpkin picking, carving pumpkins, uh, you know, all like doing fall cute things together, going on walks. You know, people in relationships love to tell everybody because that's one of the reasons why they got into the relationship so that they could post those pictures. It's a part of it. I love it. Okay, don't get me wrong. I love my friends and the pictures that they post. I like them. I think that it's great. I'm not in that space where I'm jealous, but I also recognize the, that there is some sort of validation that they're getting by posting a picture of their quote-unquote happy virtual relationship, right, or happy relationship through the, the social media, and then people... Kosani right like that's part of the enjoyment is like oh yeah. look at us look what we're doing I finally got to do it aren't you happy for me yes I'm really happy for you yeah mm-hmm. right it is it that
0: it's part of the Facebook experience it's it's similar to like when everyone when it's your birthday on Facebook you're like yeah, you revel in it all, all of a sudden I'm getting all this attention and it's like you know what it's all it's all of our turns at some point to get that experience so I don't begrudge it from somebody else And I know that feeling of like, oh, there's a picture of me and my boyfriend on Facebook and people are liking it. Like, it's fine. I'm not immune to that. I think it's just it's hard. when you Facebook
1: official, Instagram official. There's so much in that because you know that when you post that eventually those posts are going to stop.
0: Oh, that's the thing, though. The moment you change your relationship status to to in a relationship at some point. You're gonna to have to change it back. Uh, Ugh,
1: I, it's like it's like whenever I see like I stand with profile pictures. I'm like, well, when are you oh. gonna change it?
0: <laughs> yeah, when are you gonna sit down? Huh? <laughs> uh, gonna get tired when are you gonna at some stand point. Stand over
1: there, Megan. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: I lay down with the things I thought before I put this picture up. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, I I uh, to your point, like yes, I I recognize it. I also think it's great. I don't think everybody needs a turn because not everybody wants that type of thing on there. But, uh, you know, go for it. I, what made me, what popped into my head right away when you were talking about that is I know you hate those posts that go, this guy.
0: <laughs> this guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, this
1: guy. And it's like breakfast in bed.
0: <laughs> right, right. Yeah, or like you know Knott's Berry Farm with this guy. Mm. You know, it's just like thanks to you know uh, you know uh, it's been two years with this guy, and it's just like oh for God's sake! Just, I think
1: it's so sweet though. Murray. I know
0: it's fine. I'm I'm pissing in Cheerios. I know, but <laughs> it's just. You know, it's like, and I know we're on such a tangent. We'll get back to Drag Race Holland in a second. Uh, So if you don't like tangents, keep fast forwarding. But it's kind of like that gif that everyone uses on Twitter when, like, I just, I see it all the time of if they want to post a reaction to them laughing, it's the picture of the girl in the teal shirt drinking out of a mug and then spraying it everywhere yes. when she starts mm-hmm. laughing mm-hmm. E- everyone fucking uses that gif it's fine it's correct it's a great reaction but after a while you're like oh god does does anyone else is there any other choice here you know what I mean like okay. this again you <laughs> you're know? such a gif snob <laughs> yeah I am a gif snob I work really hard I work I work my fingers to the bone to find unique gif reactions
1: you know what and you're still single Mary <laughs> yeah
0: yeah <laughs> Yeah. So what am I doing?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, uh, and you're
0: still single. Yeah.
1: (laughs) You're a virgin who can't drive.
0: (laughs) She really went for the marrow, folks. It was just like that was a lot, Robin. Well, nobody wants you.
1: Yeah, uh, that was a lot, Robin. I just uh, we haven't. I don't think we've talked about Robin on this podcast. Yeah, and well, we'll save Robin it for an only Marys, but that was a yeah. lot,
0: Robin. That was wild, Robin. Robin was li- to go. <laughs> yeah. All
1: right. When we come back, we'll we'll get back to Drag Race Holland. But right now, we're gonna take a little break. Hey, Marys, let's talk about therapy for a minute.
0: I could honestly talk about therapy all day.
1: Same. I think anyone could benefit from seeing a therapist.
0: Totally. I also think it's very easy to talk yourself out of seeing a therapist, deciding it's too expensive or too hard to find a therapist.
1: Or just not wanting to have to go to the doctor's office every week.
0: Especially now, when it might not feel safe to even go outside. Which is why we're big fans of BetterHelp. That's H-E-L-P.
1: BetterHelp connects you with a licensed professional therapist safely and privately. You can be matched with someone within 24 hours. You don't need to leave the couch.
0: And it's super easy to schedule weekly phone or video sessions.
1: Plus, you can send a message to your counselor anytime and expect a timely and thoughtful response. And if you want to change
0: counselors for any reason, it's both free and easy.
1: BetterHelp is available worldwide, and their counselors are like, licensed and trained in everything, from depression and anxiety to grief, relationships, sleep, self-esteem, and more. There are so many people using
0: BetterHelp right now, they've recruited more counselors in all 50 states. And no surprise, it's more affordable than traditional in-person talk therapy. And on top of that, there's even financial aid available if you need.
1: Marys, if you're interested in trying BetterHelp, get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash allrightmary. That's H-E-L-P.
0: That's right. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. That's betterhelp.com slash allrightmary. And that's H-E-L-P. All right, Mary. All right, Mary.
1: (laughs) So Mary, this runway uh, with Loiza and Rihanna as guest judges. Loiza <laughs> Loisa, yeah, Loisa, yeah. <laughs> I.
0: I'm sure I'm pronouncing it wrong. I'm sure it's yes. like Losha or something mm, like that. Mm,
1: mm, uh, yeah,
0: and and Rianne, Rianne, uh, who was Rihanna. like Rianne, Rianne, Rihanna, Rihanna, uh, Rihanna, Rihanna, Rihanna. yeah, 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 best supporting Rihanna. I, you know, I know that Mama Queen's performance in snap, Snatch Game wasn't wildly dynamic, but her. The look and some of the physicalities that she did now seeing oh, Ryan, yes. I was like, oh, yeah, you're you were pretty spot on.
1: Yeah. Call her Ryan again, Mary. <laughs>
0: yeah. Ryan. Ryan.
1: <laughs> um, Whatever. You know, Mary, Mary, so this runway, I I got to say, I I'm going to you are a gift snob. I'm going to be a Mortal Kombat snob. OK, uh-huh. I huh. not I was very distracted by Abby Oh My God's look with her brother because Katana has fans, not yeah. size. Melina mm-hmm. has size, not a sword. I Am I reaching for the stars here? I just... Anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I hear you. I... I... I think if you're going to do Molina and Katana, and I love the idea of bringing mm. a Melina and Katana illusion uh. to Drag Race, uh. but, like, without the fan, like... Without the fan? Fan's not yeah. back. Yes. Fan's not back. Fan's gone. Fan's in the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: um, uh, Like, the fan would be the gayest. I was yeah. surprised that she didn't, like, have a fan that she could click clack around, you know? Mm-hmm. It was a mess That's not one of your fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah,
0: it's a, it's a perfect opportunity to 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 fag out on the runway is to bring a fan. So so many reasons this was a miss, yeah.
1: And yeah, and the other reason is I think it, she was also called out like this it looked kind of cheap. Like it wasn't I mean her makeup was great. I both of them looked great from the yeah. head up, but the, the outfits I mean I know that they got praise for the boots but I was just so concerned about the fit of everything else and the fabric I was like this could have been a lot tighter a lot tighter and the fact yeah. that she was safe not even bottom three mm-hmm. I there's something there's oh my god there's something going on with Abby right
0: yeah oh yeah no at this point it's it is it's 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 practically egregious. It's just Mm. really, um, yeah, it's strange. But I mean, I I feel like Abby is also kind of someone with this kind of track record for next week being the last challenge before the finale. And there's always someone cut, you know, the last person cut. It's often not based on how they did in the challenge, but just the standing, you know, or the track record through the whole season. I kind of feel like next week, the whole time, it's like, well, I'm just kind of waiting for them to send Abby home. Like Abby is not going to get to the finale.
1: Ja- no, I'm. I think Janie's gonna not make it to the finale. I think Abby. I think they're keeping Abby, girl.
0: Ugh! Oh, it's just like, well, Abby, you lip sync three times. You didn't win a single challenge. Um. Congratulations. Here's this ugly dress. You know, like I oh, don't. Wow.
1: <laughs> wow. Okay. Well. It's worth eighteen thousand euros. <laughs> you know. That's not Dutch. Those kids are speaking. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I. So Abby. Oh, my God. Uh, That's my reaction. Yeah. Um,
0: Abby and Victor, oh, my God. Um,
1: Best look was Envy, I thought.
0: I mean, that was the thing. Watching the runway, you know, I thought, well, God, Envy's won three times now. They can't give it to her again. But you got to give it to her, (laughs) Miss Envy. Uh, It really was the best runway. I mean, you know, I think Mama Queen and Grandma Queen, you know, it was like, it was the best story and it was the most moving example. But was it the best look? No, I'm, I'm glad they recognized it. It's like, no, this is a little, you know, that was like, this is beautiful. That being said, I don't like your coat.
1: Oh, um, uh, you right, know? Right, right, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I will say this I loved Envy's. I thought it was cultural, it was very gay, there was a great story. There were llamas, okay? Um, mm-hmm. If I was going to give it to anybody else or a close second, am I – I'm sorry. I know I sound like a Chelsea boy-obsessed person, but I would – Chelsea's look it with, with Jakob, right, it was so impeccable. Like, it was just so perfect. Was it just too simple?
0: I think so. You know, it makes me think of – I feel like this, this happens where, you know – And I feel like it happened on uh, Canada's drag race. Uh, I mean, the clearest examples I can think of is Manila and her fiance or Alaska and her mother, where it was basically the same look, but a different color palette, you know? And I feel like those, those looks like that kind of, you know, coming down the runway with like, well, I'm in the same dress you are, but I'm red and white and you're blue and white, or I'm black and you're white. Um, they never do well. I don't know. So honestly, there was a part of me... that
1: It did well season one with what's-her-face. Uh, well, that Be- was Becky like, Glasscock.
0: But, and that was just like she made a carbon copy of herself. It, it's right. this like... I don't know. I just feel like often when there's two similar looks and one is one color palette and one is the other and they're complementary, for some reason, those end up being in the bottom often. So when Chelsea and her best friend came down the runway, I thought, oh... I could see the judges not loving this. Um, I liked it. I mean, listen, if you're going to go for, for Mars Attacks, I thought maybe take it further, take the makeup further, go mm. more alien, Sure, you know? Uh, sure. Particularly because it's Chelsea Boy and I kind of feel like, well, that's... I I'm sort of expect you to take it into the yeah. stratosphere. Yeah, so. but you
1: don't send her home for that. Like, you put her in the bottom three, maybe. You Abby should have been her. in the bottom. Yeah. yeah. Abby should have yeah. been yeah. in the bottom. I'm this sorry. is that thing
0: where, like, Abby should have been working 10 times harder she she needed to knock it out of the fucking country to be safe this week and she didn't because she didn't have a fan and i thought like am <laughs> a fan i'm i'm not she... i'm not one of her fans uh not me so you know i yeah do you send chelsea boy home for this no I, someone who's been so good and so interesting all season
1: yeah you warned them Yeah,
0: right. Like, I I think that's a precedent that I have expected from other seasons and other franchises where really strong queens in the bottom, it becomes a warning more than like, you know, very rarely does it go like this, you know?
1: Right, right. In this case, it was now a warning. Right,
0: right. And she's already halfway off stage. Yeah. So it was was a shame. But um,
1: Uh... yeah. Well, I, I, it was, it was a, a overall of a good episode. The, you know, Envy obviously winning. The the lip sync was a great lip sync song and it's really unfortunate that Chelsea lost her wig because that's why she lost.
0: Yeah, I know. And I thought, oh, like, I think appara- apparently she forgot to lip sync the first line as well. And oh. it was one of those lip syncs where we're watching and I was like, uh, I, I don't want to believe you're going home, right? But the object, the objective version of myself can tell that you're not gonna stay. Like, yeah, Janie did
1: great. I thought she Janie did. did great. She did. Yeah, it was she a, a solid reveal. lip sync. Yeah,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's it's a bummer. I I uh, I appreciate that Holland is gooping us, you know, but I take less goops and more Chelsea Boy and Cedric in the finale. What can I say?
1: Uh, certainly Chelsea boy. I just like someone that has been that strong. You want to keep that person through the end. I anyway, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah.
0: yeah whatever. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, uh, chocolate, la, blah, blah,
0: blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and we got, yeah, we got talking through tears from Nikki Clesson oh, from finally, lo- oh. finally someone broke that bitch. No, I don't know.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: no, um, but no, we got tears from Nikki Plesson, we got tears from Louisa May Alcott, whatever her name was. We I mean <laughs> when judges cry, when doves cry, when judges <laughs> cry, you know?
1: Yes, we got uh the I love the tears and the beautiful moment from Petra. Uh uh, Petra. Uh, oh jamie's, jamie's mom. mom my yeah. god you could tell there was a lot there that whole relationship because i know that we're focused on the father right because again mm-hmm. the 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 cis male walks in and we're like oh you're so brave this mm-hmm. mother raised kids alone is here is fucking phenomenal right it's like I, you got to give it to her, Biella, right? And yeah, so I, well, so absolutely. I just uh, praising uh, Petra or Pitra, um, praising her uh, for sure. And the the tears were beautiful. It, uh, just showing herself for this competition was was really lovely.
0: Yeah, of course. I think you know, and the the narrative of drag queens and their mothers. I feel like there is a direct connection because I, in my mind, I always think that even to like a minor extent every drag queen their mother has to at least some be somewhere in their mind or in their aesthetic or in their approach to the the illusion that they're creating whether it's i don't want to be anything like my mother or this reminds me of my mother or this is what i learned about being a woman from my mother i just feel like there's so much more of a direct connection there that Mm. and whatever it may be that to me there's it's always an interesting narrative to see a drag queen and their mother and to see how one has informed the other in some way, you know? Definitely.
1: Definitely. Uh, it, it's palpable,
0: you yeah. know? Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I mean, otherwise I, uh, a fun
1: little episode, you know, yeah, fun little episode. We're into the semifinals uh, next week. We where are doing a music episode. Uh, yeah, I think they're going to send, Uh, Janie or Mama home. I don't think they're going to give us Abby going home. I just don't.
0: Well, like being a musical, I mean, I could see it being tough for Mama since she's a little bit quieter of an energy. Uh, Either she completely comes out of whatever shell she's in or that becomes your downfall. But like, again, Abby in the finale. So then it would be Abby, Janie and Envy. And it's like, why even bother? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean. It's For like me got... when I think, yeah, when
1: I think of a Holland drag queen winner, I'm like, oh, Mama Queen works. You know, just in my head.
0: It's a nice feeling. I mean, but then it's like, man, Envy won four challenge. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, move over Shea Coulee. Envy won yeah. four challenges and didn't right. win. Yeah. Right, right,
1: right. Talk about Envy. You know?
0: Yeah. Oh, now wouldn't that be the? <laughs> wouldn't that be the poetics? Wouldn't that be the poetics?
1: Yeah. Mary, <laughs> if you have any thoughts on Drag Race Holland this episode, you can reach out to us on Twitter at All Right Mary. You can email us at All Right Podcast at gmail.com. You can uh, find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com or slash All Right Mary. If you want, you can find me on Instagram at JohnnyAlso or on Twitter at JohnnyAlso1.
0: And you can hear more of me on In the Details, a celebration of nuance. You can hear me on Best Supporting Podcast, a celebration of Best Supporting Actresses. Uh, And you can find me on Twitter at Colin Drucker and Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. And of course, you can get more of both of us, including the answer to where I saw you came from, by becoming a Matreon at patreon.com slash Mary, where we have a bonus yep. episode like every single week.
1: That's right. And this week we are discussing Dragula Resurrection. Yes. Uh, and then following the next week for our only Marys, we're going to be putting out a recap episode of the Drag Race Halloween special. So right. it'll be it'll be full of of ghouls and gals uh, (laughs) and they're non-binary pals. uh, (laughs) Spooky spooky. The other plug I wanted to just give is on October 30th at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, uh, the Portland Gay Men's Chorus is having a fall fundraiser. Mary's, I edited all of the video. I edited all the audio. I filmed it. I did so much for this broadcast and fundraiser so that, These singers that are a part of it are featured at the best possible way. They worked so hard in these videos and in these recordings, and they are working so hard on their December broadcast just to keep their organization, their community going right now. I would love it if you could buy, sorry, not buy, reserve a free ticket for next Friday at 8 p.m. It's less than an hour long. Um, Bitch Puddin's gonna be there uh, Alexis shell is gonna be there Doing Liza Minnelli uh, Let's see Vigor Mortis is performing And it's brilliant uh, Bolivia Carmichael's from Portland Does this hilarious Hilarious Elvira impression So please come um, Please, uh, you know, see if you can Find the time, wherever Time zone you're in, to reserve a ticket uh, I'm going to put the link in The bio for this episode uh, Or the description for this episode But it's live.pdxgmc.org Where you can reserve your ticket uh, So yeah, that's my plug
0: <laughs> Great, well well, Plug it up, plug it up uh, Carrie <laughs>
1: Oh, I uh, liked it. I liked it. And I oh. liked it Feel the hands running all over my body. Uh. Oh, what is it? My pillows? What did she call it? My yeah, they can see your dirty pillows. <laughs> yeah. Dirty mm-hmm. pillows. Um. So, what, Mary, what's our last chance lipstick this week? Well, uh, one of our Marys,
0: I believe, on Patreon or Twitter. uh, I apologize that I I don't remember where, but someone had suggested that the band, the band, the duo of Two Unlimited is, in fact, Dutch. Mm. And that means that we get to feature what is not what you might think to be the Mortal Kombat theme song, but is, in fact, the Two Unlimited hit Twilight Zone as this week's Last Chance Lip Sync.
1: Very appropriate, you know, Chelsea boy going home, and, you know, also the state of the world that we're living in. And, yes, this Mortal Kombat callback is uh, so funny.
0: <laughs> yeah, much like Abby, oh, my God, this was not Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Don't be confused.
1: <laughs> See you later, Marys.
0: Tot scenes, Just had